0: good morning everyone this is bobby i'm not gonna do an intro i probably never do an intro for this i spent 10 15 minutes trying to figure out how to do an intro and it's it's just not for me so it's gonna go straight into conversation <laughs> it's that's just the way i am so here we go so what i want to talk about today is something that i have been reading about online from a lot of people um uh, who want to astral project but are afraid to do it because of the fear that comes with it or what people are posting online or in blogs where, you know, there's uh, demons out there. You can get your cord cut and die out there and your soul is separated from your body. And it's it's scary. You don't want to go out there because you bring back demons and all these All these things I've been reading, and not all of them are like that. Some of them are like, it's a good experience, it's great, you're going to feel awesome, it's the whole nine yards. So there's always two spectrums to everything, and that's perfectly fine because the world needs a balance. But I'm here to tell you about astral projecting. So I'm going to tell you my experience, what I've done uh, to do it the fear that I had to break to get through it and what I've experienced when I'm out there and the fact that you can still do it today. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. You astral project the moment you're born. You can do it the moment you're born. Hence why babies probably smile for no apparent reason when they're sleeping. Uh, actually, I don't even think that is that. I might be wrong about that. Either way, you astro project when you're young. The reason I know you astro project when you're young is because when I, the first time I remember astral projecting was when I was like uh, four, three, four years old. Um, I was laying on a sofa, sleeping. I guess I was sleeping. I don't even remember going to sleep. I just just remember the the astral projecting part while I was coming into my body. So I was, the reason I know I was laying on a sofa is because I woke up on a sofa and I saw myself on the sofa, but I was on the ceiling of my house. I was floating on top, looking down at myself and it was brief. It was like maybe five seconds that I remember. And when I saw my body, I didn't forget, I was a kid, I didn't know what I was looking at. It was I thought it was kinda cool that I was flying. Um and I flew back into my body and I, I woke up and I was like, Wow, that was cool. I wonder what that was. But I really didn't put in any mind into it because I didn't know what I was doing. And this started happening uh occasionally. Every six months, every three months, every year, it would just randomly happen. I would just see myself somewhere or I'll be floating around somewhere and then come right back into my body immediately. Sometimes I would just get up uh, from my body and look around the room and then get back in again. I really didn't know what to do with it. It was it was something that was just happening naturally, and I'm sure this happens to everybody in the world. And there's no way to explain it. There's no way to to scientifically tell someone your soul is leaving your body because we have no way to measure the soul. There's no way to measure that type of energy. Um, so it, usually, what they call these things are night terrors or or um, sleep paralysis. It's But they don't know what's going on when you leave your body. They can only measure your physical body. They can't measure the soul or the spirit, whatever you want to call it. So once I noticed these things were happening to me, um, I grew a fear at a certain point because there was one time, the last time I remember when I actually developed the fear for astral projecting is when I was probably 12, between 12 and 13. 14 I think one of those one of those years in between there. Everybody had gone to school and work. I was laying in my sofa again. Always I'm always laying on the sofa somewhere. So I was laying on the sofa. It was probably maybe nine, ten o'clock in the morning. I had a good night's sleep. I was I was fine. I don't know why I stayed home. I, I felt bad. I remember I was sick that day. I had a fever. And I was laying on the sofa and it was daylight outside and I can remember myself getting up, standing up on the sofa, looking out at the window and hearing noises. I was hearing people yelling or people talking. There were some people that were arguing and it was a distinct voice. It was a female uh, voice. And when I heard this, I was like, wow, what's going on? Is the next door neighbor um, arguing with his wife or is the wife arguing with? I have no idea what's going on. So I kept on bouncing back in my body and bouncing back out and this this happened like I don't know how long it was I never looked at the time but it felt like it was happening instantaneously like I would come in and go back out go in and go back out I kept on rising up and going down and and it, it scared me because I was like I, I don't know what's going on I feel weird I feel like like I can't control myself and and then all of a sudden, it, it just I bounced back into my body immediately. And I woke up with a massive headache. It could have been that I had the, the the fever already, but I woke up with a massive headache, and I was like, I never want to do that again. I heard screaming and all this stuff, and I and I just I put complete fear into me. It was nothing happening to me, but I, I got scared. I because I couldn't control it. So since that day, I astral projected maybe or four more times after that till I was uh 18 17 18 years old and when it happened it was immediately I would come back to my body because I was afraid I was like I don't want it to happen I don't want it to happen and when I felt it was about to happen when I felt that it was like I was already leaving my body um I started getting scared and I wouldn't leave anymore it would just be like a, a, a 10 seconds paralysis that I couldn't move my body and then I would wake up um, it wasn't until I started doing some research then it was, I was in high school. It was, no, I wasn't in high school. Yeah, I think I was in high school. I started doing some research on it and I started reading up on it and, and reading stories on people who've astral projected and what are the good and the bad things to it. Um, again, I didn't know it was astral projecting. So when I researched, it, I'm like, how do you, what is this dreams that I'm having and the dreams led to me get into an article or a book where it was astral projecting. And I was like, okay, cool. So I read about it and I read the pros and cons of it. And really there's more cons than there is pros. There is no pros to it. The pros is basically fear and you create the pros to it. There is no bad to it. You create it. You, when my opinion, when you're born, when we're born, Um, This is a sense that you can do. This is something you can do to communicate with the other side, to enlighten your mind, to open up your your soul. Whatever it's meant to do, every human on this planet can do it. There is nobody that cannot do it. It's just fear-based that makes us not want to do it or stops us from doing it. Because your mind will create the fear And put a block to that. So you'll never be able to do it. So you lose senses as you get older. When you're born, you have all your senses. You have like 360 something senses. As you get older, life hits you. People teach you that you're not supposed to do these things. Or that's not right. Or that's just a dream. Or this and that. You're not supposed to feel that when you do this. Don't do that because it's bad. You may hurt somebody's feelings. And before you know it, you've built a doctrine of fears. So you don't do things. And this is where we get to the point now when you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and you're wondering what is life about? You've been living life to this point where it's like, this is what I have to live. This fear of making sure I don't hurt anyone, making sure I don't do anything wrong. When really it's just all you. So to get to the point about astral projecting, when I finally figured it out and I started reading about it and started getting to where I wanted to be at with it. Uh, I told myself, I want to try it. I'm going to do it again. And this time, I'm going to consciously leave my body. It isn't going to be by accident. It isn't going to be out of the blue, you know, like it just can't control it. I'm going to control what's going on. And I, I was learning how to do it. So, let me tell you the steps on how I did it. So, the way that I started controlling it, the way that I started off, for anybody who wants to start doing this on their own, It's really simple. Honestly, it's the most simplest thing in the world. Um, But there is a a, a little difficulty that can only be fixed by you. You You're the only one who can fix this difficult part of it. And I'm going to tell you what that is right now. So to astroproject, project that works for me, there's a million ways to do it. You can do it any way you want. Um, Everybody has their own tactics. Everybody has their own way of doing, of getting their body to astral project or their spirit to leave their body. This one works for me. You can give it a shot, but always find something that works better for you. It doesn't have to be exactly as everyone else does it. That's why there's so many methods because everybody has their own method of doing it because their body works differently. Their mind works differently. The way they think, the way they feel, it all works differently. So what I do is that you start off your day. Let's say I want to astroproject project tomorrow morning. I want to astroproject. project. That's my goal tomorrow, I want to project. So today, I will get as much sun as I possibly can. Uh, you have to get sun. Some people don't like it, but believe it or not, you have to get sun. That is the whole point of astroprojecting. projecting. You need the energy from the sun in your body because your body has to build up all that energy to be able to leave your body your soul needs that energy i don't know how that works but that's the way it's worked for me so i've noticed i don't astroproject very good if i don't have any sun if i don't go out and get sun and i'm sitting at home all day and i'm cold and the whole nine yards when i go to sleep that night i don't astroproject. i just end up going to sleep but when i get a lot of sun bam it works so you don't have to get a sunburn you don't have to get a suntan That's not what I'm saying. Just go out there, have a nice day outside in the sun. Walk down through the park, you know, at least two, three hours of being outside. And that's all you need. So now you get your energy for the day. Make sure you do that towards the ending of the day. That way, you know, you have that energy in you when you're ready to go to sleep at night. So I get sun in the afternoon. I come home. I do everything I have to do. It's not a problem. Once you're ready to go to bed. Try to go to bed early. Don't stay up to two, three o'clock in the morning unless you have nothing to do for the next day. Try to get a good night's sleep. Sleep about four to six hours. Now I say four to six because I am a four to six hour sleeper. I can sleep four hours and I'm fine. I can sleep up to six and I'm great. Anything past that, I wake up with a headache. It's like oversleeping for my body, but I've been doing that for years and that's what works for me. So some people sleep eight to 12 hours. So that's what I'm saying. Take what I'm saying, use it as a tool, but change it to what works for you. So four to six hours of sleep for me, that is a good night's sleep. No tossing, no turning, no waking up in the middle of the night, just straight four hours and four hours or six hours of sleep. Once you do that, once you wake up, you can put an alarm clock to wake you up. That's not a problem, but it's best if you wake up on your own. I usually wake up on my own. So you wake up, you get up. Don't brush your teeth, don't do anything. You're gonna to have to be alone because anything can disturb you from astral projecting. A loud noise, a bang, somebody touching you, people talking around you, you have to be alone. Somewhere where you're not gonna be bothered by anything. So when you get your four to six hours of sleep and you wake up the next morning, and usually the morning is the best time to astral project, I don't know why, but it is. I usually do only astral project in the morning. I've tried at night. I've tried in the afternoon. Daylight is the best time to astral project. I have the slightest idea why. If you guys can figure that out and leave a comment, I'm more than happy to to take your idea and roll with it. Or try to figure out why it is. So you get your sleep. You wake up. Don't do anything. Get out of the bed. Go use the bathroom if you have to. But then get back into bed. Lay down. Look at TV, read a book, um, search the internet, make sure you're doing something that keeps your brain awake, but your body must stay relaxed. This is critical. This is very critical. Your body cannot have any physical activity. That is the main focus of astral projecting. That is your main goal. Why? When you astral project, your body is going to fall asleep on you. Your brain will stay awake. That's when you're able to consciously leave your body. Any other time, you're just going to go into a deep sleep. When you do this, your body is going to go to sleep within 15 minutes. So, let me go back to when you wake up, go use the restroom, get a glass of water, whatever to do, come back into bed, lay down and watch TV. I recommend just reading a book For me, watching TV works best because it makes my brain start moving, but my body doesn't have to do anything. But whatever works for you is great. So you start watching TV, um, you watch about 30, 45 minutes of it, and that's what works for me. You may have to go an hour. Depends on the person. Me, 45 minutes, I turn off the TV. My brain is wired awake now. It's, it's catching images. It's, it's, it sees what's going on all over the place. It's hearing noises. I'm hearing everything. My, my brain is ready to go, but my body is still in a relaxed state. Turn everything off. Lay down in the bed or on the sofa, wherever you like. Do not move at all. Just sit there with your eyes closed. You're not going to be able to sleep. Your brain is going to want to wake you up. Your eyes are going to, you're going to fight your eyes to stay closed. Just do it. Don't worry about anything from your neck up. In about 15 to 30 minutes, your body will fall asleep. Now, I say 15 to 30 because I said, again, everybody's different. My body falls asleep in 10 to 15 minutes. Your body will fall asleep. Your brain's going to stay wired. You have to stay like that now. Don't move. Even if you get an itch, do not move. Fight the itch. You don't move for about... It's going to take you about 30 minutes, maybe 40 minutes of being asleep like that. You're going to notice that your mind is going to start wandering off. And at that point, when it's wandering off, that's when you're going to start hitting the astral project. When you start hitting a different vibration. What I mean by vibration, all humans vibrate at a certain vibration depending on how you're feeling or what your state of mind is at that current situation. So, if you're extremely angry, you're going to vibrate at on you know, in that anger level. If you're happy, you're going to vibrate at a happy level. If you're in love, you vibrate at a really high level. So, depending on how you're feeling mentally, is how you're going to vibrate. There are, like, from what I've read, there's about 12 to 13 dimensions that you can go through of or vibrating planes each the higher the plane the higher the vibration which is what everybody tries to get to the highest vibration we're on the third one technically that's why we're the third dimension we're on the third plane anything below us is i guess they will call it hell you can call it whatever you want it's usually lost minds who have are vibrating really low people who are very depressed or lost in life or suicidal anybody who thinks uh, that has their mind frame like that usually is down that i mean people who are like self-conscious they're they're you know they think they they're not good enough these are low low vibrations you're not happy with life. So you're going to vibrate at a low level. So some people who think like that, who live in fear of life, of living, are the ones who, when they astral project, they will start seeing the dark entities. I don't want to call them demons because they're not demons. They don't attack you like in movies where demons and they come come and eat you up. It doesn't happen like that. So they vibrate at a low level. And that's what you're going to see. You're going to see lost minds that are in the same vibration level as you. So now that you're sleeping, now that you're in a in a state of your body's asleep, your mind's awake, you're going to start hearing noises. That noise is a vibration. It's going to sound like a small little engine. Don't freak out. You're going to want to freak out. You're going to want to get scared. Trust me, there's nothing wrong with that. That's you hearing your vibration change. You're going into another plane at that point. Here's the hard part. This is the part I'm telling you that is the hardest one to beat because you have to beat yourself. Everything else happens automatically on its own. Everything else happens because that is the nature of the universe. This is the part where you have to beat yourself. Fear is going to kick in right there. When you start heating that vibration, why is fear going to kick in? Because your mind does not know what's going on. Remember, your mind is still a physical entity. It is not a spiritual entity. It's not an energy that just flows around in the soul world or the spirit world or whatever it is you want to call it. It is a physical entity. So it doesn't know what's going on. It's trying to compute why it's hearing these noises, why it's not moving. It wants to survive. So it's going to kick fear. Fear is going to start kicking in hard. You need to tell your mind there is nothing to be afraid of. Everything is fine now that's going to take practice if you've never done this before it's going to take you multiple tries at doing this to get past that fear state. But once your mind gets used to the repetitive thing that it's not scared it's not scared it's okay it's okay, it would understand at a certain point that there is no fear in what's going on because it's happened more than once, and then you'll be able to ask to project easily. but this takes practice so once you start hearing the noises um you have to imagine yourself. Imagine you getting up out of your body, but don't physically move. You cannot move. Then at this point, honestly, you probably wouldn't be able to move anyways because your body's asleep. But you may be able to beat that and move because of fear. Don't move. Imagine, use your mind to take away the fear and imagine yourself getting up out of uh, out of the sofa or the bed you're in. You can either, some people use the rolling over method where they act like they're rolling over out of the bed or out of the sofa. Some people use a rope from the sky where it looks like you're grabbing a rope and pulling yourself out of your body. Other people just like to use parts at a time. So they'll move one hand and then they'll move the other hand or they'll just sit up on the sofa or the bed. Whatever method works for you best, you do that. The method that works for me is imagining myself in another part of my home. So if I'm in my bedroom, I imagine myself in the living room, walking around doing something, and I would automatically pop out of my body and jump into that living room or that area of the house. The reason that I do that is because every other time that I've astral project, and this is gonna happen to you if you've never done it before, every single time that I've astral project it, I imagine myself getting out of my body and standing next to my body. The moment I look my body laying in bed, you will freak out. Your brain will think you're dead. It's going to jump right back into your body. The fear is going to kick in and you're going to jump back in. And that's it. You're done for that day. You can never astral project twice. I've tried it. You can't do it twice in one day. It is really, really difficult. Extremely difficult. If anybody out there that can do it, man, I would love to hear from you because that would be awesome. Teach me how to do it. I cannot do it. You're done for that day. So I've learned to not come out of my body in the same place where my body is at because I'm just going to jump back into it. So that works for me. So once you get past the fear, I can't teach you that, that you have to do on your own. Um, I can't even show you a method on how to do it. I just basically tell myself over and over and over again, repetitively, Um, and I've been doing this for years. Till like I beat myself into submission. I told my brain there is nothing to fear. So it doesn't fear it anymore. Once you get to the astral plane. Once you leave your body. The, remember what I told you earlier about how you feel. Where your mindset is at. If you are not happy with yourself. If you're not happy with your life. If you are a depressed person. You will see the same vibration that you are feeling. That is a depressed, sad, suicidal, whatever it is, mind. You're going to see entities just like that. You are pure light. The entities you're seeing are entities that are on the other side. Some of them are dark. They're like shadow forms, but they're not dangerous. They have no power over you because you are a living, shining being. All you got to do is say you don't belong here and they will leave immediately. I know because I've done it. There is nothing to fear. But when you see them, you will get scared and jump back into your body and you're going to have to try it again another day. This is what people say online where you're going to read all over the place where there's entities out there and demons that are sucking your soul dry and they're eating you up alive. Don't go to the other side because then they keep you when you die. That is bullshit. Bullshit. I'm telling you right now, it's fake crap to put fear into you. Remember, this dimension that we're in, this reality, is based off of emotions. You are only here to learn how to cope with your emotions and make the correct decisions on what you're feeling. Because all we do in this reality is feel. Nothing else matters but feelings. You touch a plant, you feel a certain way. You get close to someone, you're going to feel a certain way. Somebody pisses you off, you're going to feel a certain way. It's just to learn how to cope with your emotions. The moment you learn how to cope with your emotions, you will see life in a different way. You will understand things better. You will understand yourself better. So again, so if you going into this with a mindset of I'm beautiful, I'm light, I love life, nothing can hurt me, everything is great, I'm being protected by whatever you want to be protected by. You're going to go into a higher vibration. Remember, love is one of the highest vibrations you can be in. So if you don't love yourself, you're not going to come up in a high vibration where all the beings of lights are, where all the beautiful things are at. Um, I mean, everything is beautiful on the other side. You just see more things when your mindset is different because you're creating this. So when you do come out, depending on where you come out at, that's up to you. You can go and do anything you want in that plane. And when I mean anything, I literally mean anything. If you see a red sofa, you can change it blue. With the thought, you are able to travel anywhere you want with just the thought of it. And you will travel as fast as thought. It's not like you're flying in a dream where you have to fly from one place to the other. You will literally transfer from wherever you're at. Let's say like I'm in America. I'm in the USA. I'm in Florida. And I want to go to China. I will instantly show up in China just because I thought about going to China. You can instantly see a friend. You want to go, I want to see what my friend's doing, Michael next door, you will instantly transfer to Michael and you will see him laying in his bed, watching TV, whatever he's doing. That is true astral projecting. Now that's difficult to do. That takes practice because in the beginning, you're going to astral project for a few minutes and then you're going to come back into your body. Because you're just not used to being out there longer. You have to work at being out there long. You got to teach yourself to be out there longer. Some people can be out there for hours. Other people can be out there for 10 seconds. So in the beginning, you're going to be one of those 10 second ones. There is going to be times where you can be out there longer. And then when you come back, you're only going to remember coming back into your body. Why? Your mind is not used to keeping all that memory Not yet. So you're going to be able to see everything and it'll be still be in your mind. It doesn't disappear. It's there. So you'll come back with an understanding of things. You'll be like, why do I know that now? And you don't know why you know that. And you'll think it's an awakening. Really, it's because you just saw it. Your mind just can't remember the picture of it. It can't remember what you saw, but it remembers the feeling that you had when you were there. Another thing, when you astral project to another plane, there is no hate on the other side. There is no love on the other side, at least for me. There is no perspective of things. There's no judgment. Literally, everything is content. Everything is what it is. There is no change to it. There is nothing of that. So when you go there, you're leaving your physical body. Your physical body is what causes those metabolical chemits, uh, what are they called? The chemicals that get released in your body that make you feel a certain way. You're not going to have those when you're in the spirit world. You literally have a cord. It's a spirit cord, however they want to call it, that's attached from the back of your head back of your neck to the back of your neck of your body it'll never disattach i've gone as far as space and been absolutely fine it doesn't break it doesn't disattach don't believe what you read on the internet it is false information that is fear-based so you can not do it and open up your mind and read or see the world in a different light this doesn't make you crazy It doesn't make you forget anything. It doesn't make you change your mind or anything. You change your mind because you want to change your mind. Astral projecting is just showing you what's on the other side. You can talk to anyone you want. You can see spirit animals. Whatever you want to do, trust me, it's there. It's there for you. Now, again, it takes practice to get there. It takes practice and more practice and more practice. If you're willing and want to do this, it will open up your eyes to a different view of life. You're going to see that everything is meant to be. Everything is working perfectly. Everything is what it is. Now, this is the cool part about astral projecting. I'm going to kind of incorporate that with life right now. Everywhere you go now, there's these inspirational speakers and these entrepreneurs that are inspiring and motivating you and telling you, you can do this if you believe you can do it. You imagine it. You believe it. And then you see yourself doing it and it comes true. It takes us some time, three to five years, but if you keep it going, it will come true. That exact thing, what they're saying, is absolutely true. Why? Why? When you go to the astral world, believe it or not, whatever you think happens. Like I said, you see a blue light, you can change it red, it changes instantaneously in that plane while you're in that plane. So when you come back to your body, now, the cool thing is that you won't get lost out there. I didn't explain this to you. You won't get lost in the astral plane. All you got to do is think of your body and you automatically jump right back into your body. This is the part where it's gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go back a little bit here. This is the part where the sleep paralysis or the night terrors uh stories come into play. What scientists say is this is what happens, and they're not wrong. It really does happen, but it's not because your body's messed up and you need some kind of medication it has nothing to do with that. You're leaving your body and you just don't remember you leaving your body or you don't know you're leaving your body. So when you instantly come back out of fear, and fear governs your whole world. Trust me, it does. It's either love or fear. There's nothing else in this world but love and fear. So the moment you jump back into your body out of fear because you saw something you didn't want to see, whatever it is, remember that I told you in the beginning that your body's asleep and your mind is awake? When you come back and you have sleep paralysis, You open your eyes. You can't speak and you can't move your body, but your eyes are wide open. Your brain is wide awake running, running, freaking out, and your body can't move. That just means that you still haven't woken up your body. Your brain was in another plane. It thinks its body is awake. So when it comes back, your soul is still connecting. Your energy is still connecting with your physical body. So therefore, you're going to wake up. And your mind is going to be like, oh my God, I need to get up. I need to move. I need to do something. I need to, ah, I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh my God, I'm having sleep paralysis. I can't move my body. But your body ends up moving anyways. You don't stay like that forever. That's because you astro projected and you came back abruptly, super fast because of fear. Another one, you ever woke up like you were jumping in your bed, like somebody jumped or you just fell from your bed and you thought you were levitating. That's another one right there. You came back into your body immediately and you bounced a little bit. Another one is when you're really cold all of a sudden and when you wake up, you're sweating like an animal. You're super hot and you don't know why it's getting so hot when you were just covered up in a hundred blankets and you were freezing a minute ago. That's because when you leave your body, just like when you die, when you leave your body, your body gets cold. Your energy, your soul is energy. That's why I say get sun. Your soul is energy. So when you leave, you come back. Your energy is coming back into your body you are going to get hot again. You're going to start, you know, getting heat. Now, yes, you can say science doesn't work like that because when you eat, you get hot and the brain knows how to, the body knows how to heat itself up. Yes, you're absolutely right. But you really don't notice that you're 98 degrees. You don't. I mean, you can touch 98 degrees and it's going to burn your hand, but you don't notice your body is 98 degrees until you're sleeping and you come out and come back in again. And all of a sudden, now you understand, you feel the temperature in your body. That's another reason. Now, I... Not a hundred percent right about all this. I'm just going on what I felt and what's worked for me. There's a hundred other different ways with different meanings. You can research all you want, don't take my word for it. I'm just giving you my personal experience on what's worked for me. Um, once you've practiced this a lot, astral projecting becomes second nature. It becomes something that really opens your eyes to the world, to to the universe. You can You see things in a different perspective. When you see people now, you don't see people for what they are. You see people for the energy that they are, the way that they're living life. All of us are in this world, and we're all fighting to understand, fighting. We all have our troubles. We all have our... Our issues, we all have emotions, we all cry, we all love, we all hate, you start seeing people for the way that they are, the spirit inside them you don 't see them as an entity anymore, you see them as they are me, and I am them, they are whole they you will see even animals, you will see it all like that plants, trees, it really, really does change your perspective of life, and that 's what a lot of people are calling now being awakened or awoke. Um, it's been going on forever. It's just social media has blown it up to the point where now it's noticeable all over the place. But this is a thing. So when you come back from astral projecting, um, you will have to break that fear so you can do it even better and better next time. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so for me, I've been astral projecting for a long time. I'm still doing it now. There are some days where I try and it just doesn't happen because of the way I'm feeling that day. I might be angry. I might just had a rough day. I mean, I'm still human, so I still go through all the trials and tribulations and pains that everybody else goes through. So don't be discouraged if you lose, you know, confidence or courage or whatever it is on doing it. Just keep on doing it. It's going to work for you. If you don't want to do it because it scares the hell out of you. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to to project. There's other ways to get information. Um, this is more about learning about yourself. Um, I know I said earlier, and I'm going to go back to something real quick, where I said that astral projecting and the manifesting are, are one and the same. In this reality, they tell you to imagine yourself doing something, picture yourself doing it, then feel yourself doing it, and then it'll come true when you say it. When you go to the astral plane, that's exactly what you're doing. You're manifesting things instantaneously, but you're doing it instantaneously because you are in that plane. The hard part is imagining that plane when you're not physically there and you're in this reality. There is a a line that cuts you off from getting there. So the only way to get to that plane is to imagine yourself there Now you have to get that energy that you created in that plane and bring it into the reality. That is the hardest part to do. That is very difficult to do because that's when you have to control your emotions on what you're feeling. Because in that plane, you feel no emotions. In that plane, everything is one. Everything is contentment. So when you do something, you're not angry that it's happened. You're not sad that's happening. You don't feel nothing. It just happens because you're making it happen. Learn how to control your emotions here. Learn how to understand yourself here. Imagine yourself doing those things. Imagine yourself creating those things. Feel yourself creating those things. And what you create in the astral plane, what you think about, will come true in your reality. Hence why, if you are angry and sad at the world you will see and feel nothing but angry and sad at the world. If you think that we're always at war and killing each other, that's all you're going to see in this reality is hurting, war, and killing each other. If you feel that everything is pure love, you're going to get nothing but love back. That's what astral projecting does for you. It lets you see life in a perspective where only you would understand it and then you would understand everyone else once you understand yourself. That's my take on astral projecting. Thank you for listening. If you have any comments, you want to say anything, drop me a message. More than happy to listen to it. More than happy to write back. I'll do anything. If you have an idea of something that you want me to talk about on the next podcast, feel free to tell me about it. I'll be more than happy to talk about it. I love almost every sub- subject in the world. Just let me go at it. Thank you and have a good day.